0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bonding with Jeb Bond. My name is Jeb Bond, and I am your host for today. And welcome to another episode of the show. So glad that you are here and listening to this episode. It's glad to have you back here. It's it's been it's been a while, and by a while it's been a week. Or hey, maybe you're binging the episodes and you've just heard my voice a few 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 moments ago. But anyway, it's good to have you back here, and good to have you as a listener. Um, yeah, well, um, let me just get you updated on a few things. Uh, let's get this rapport out of the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, the motivational speaking thing didn't work out. Uh, apparently, a lot of the advice I give out, um, I don't listen to myself, which, um, I feel like a lot of people can relate to. Yeah, so I, in fact, did not listen to any of my advice, and my life's kind of fallen to shit for the past week, so I just don't think that it is... Uh, my place to tell people what to do with their lives So I've kind of scrapped the motivational speaking aspect side of my podcast So that format uh, unfortunately has not worked um, But that's okay, That's a, we learn these things uh, And kind of these podcasts of me just exploring and growing And uh, hopefully we're growing together, you are growing as an audience uh, One would hope, uh, judging by the numbers, who knows uh, Only me, On- only I know Uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, welcome to another episode. Uh, we're, I'm going to try another surprise. Surprise! Uh, we are going to be trying a different format again this week, uh, just to see if I can just land on one that can last more than one week. Let's hope we can find it. This hopefully this one sticks through. I quite I quite enjoy it, as you can probably tell by the name and, and the photo. Uh, it's all all about merry-go-rounds because uh, uh, life goes around. I'm not I know I'm not trying to be a motivational speaker at the moment. But, life is like a merry-go-round, as the more people you have on it, the better it is. Uh, So, without further ado, uh, roll the music. Alright, everybody, welcome on board to the merry-go-round. Everyone cram on board. It's the the more the merry-go-round. Welcome to the, More and the Merry-go-round podcast with Welcome to the More and the Merry-go-round podcast where we talk everything merry-go-rounds and carousels. Uh, they're pretty much the same thing so I'm just going to lump them into the same category. Yes, so this podcast tell- talks to you about everything you need to know about merry-go-rounds and carousels and it also involves a lot of people's stories and histories and their own personal context within merry-go-rounds and carousels as I'm pretty sure most people listening to this have had or will have an experience with a merry-go-round. When you ask someone, "What what's your experience with merry-go-round, you usually get at least an answer. Who knows what that answer will be? This podcast aims to help try to narrow that field down and try to get you into a place where you are willing to make an answer on the question what are your thoughts and opinions on a merry-go-round uh yeah so merry-go-rounds are interesting so so what i would like to do first because this is the first episode of this new format is that i would like to explain to you uh my audience what a merry-go-round slash and or carousel is um now merry-go-rounds are. I like, I like the name the, the name of merry-go-round makes brings me a lot of joy if I'm being perfectly honest because uh, uh, it does what it does you, you're, you're merry when you're on it you're you're feeling the the emotion of being merry like Merry Christmas uh, you're, you're very happy and you go round uh, you go round in a circle yeah um, they, they don't call it merry-go- corner Um or merry-go-oblong, so it's re- usually in in, in, a, in a rotund, round, kind of uh, spherical nature, it's usually on the sing- singular plane, but hey, I it, show me a carousel that goes in three dimensions, and heck, I'll eat my hat, who knows what will happen with that, um, so rhyming's pretty fun, uh, but yeah, merry-go-rounds usually go in a circle, now, merry-go-rounds are kind of, they're usually sheltered, they don't have to be, you can get your little ones in the supermarket that aren't sheltered, uh, they you put a coin in, and it goes around, and usually they can be, like, uh, you can get, like, Batman ones, you can get whatever you want, you can get any kind of carousel, usually there's, like, three ride vehicles, and it just goes around in circles, I have no memory of them, I'm sure I've been on one, uh, I don't know why they're there, or how much money they make, uh, per, um, economic year, But they must make some kind of money because they've always been around. Who knows? It could be a money laundering scheme, but we don't know. Um, but they're usually out front of your regular supermarket or in your Westfield shopping center. Yes, we do like a little merry-go-round in a shopping center. But what I am mostly and mainly interested in is the big carousel, like the big carousels, like the, like the like, the ones that have all, like, the horses and stuff, and they've got the big poles on there, you can... And then you go around the big circle. If it's not got, like, three layers deep of, uh, rideable merry-go-round, ve- I guess, vehicles is, is the word, then I don't... I don't find any satisfaction out of it. Um, now, before doing this podcast, I have not given them a second thought. There's a handful of these big carousels in Melbourne, um... There's not many of them at all, actually. I have tried to do my research for this podcast, and there's not that many out there. There's plenty around the world. There's there's famous ones in New York. Uh, there's they're often on piers. There, in fact, a lot of famous piers will have a carousel as their like main item. There's one in Disney There's one in the Disney parks, um, Land World, uh, and all across the, the the world, not just Disney World world, but the 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 Earth, the human Earth, not not the Walt Disney Earth um, Spaceship Earth, Uh, I know too much about Disney, anyway, carousels are just that, I don't, I don't see the appeal, I guess I'm not the target audiences for carousels, and that is fine, that's more than acceptable, um, I guess I haven't had a child, or have uh, memories from when I was two to three years old, but I can imagine for that target age group Carousels kind of fun. They don't make you dizzy They're just a nice calm little fun little music plays carousel music is I, I do enjoy carousel music You can't listen to carousel music and it not affect you in some sort of way It's either gonna send a bone chilling but bone chilling kind of like scary vibes or it's gonna be like hey, I'm calm I'm, I'm in a calm carnival and that, and that's, that's a fun little, that's a fun little experience to have. Um, yeah, so to do some research for the show, um, I've actually gone down to a merry, my, uh, not, I was going to say a local merry-go-round, when I mean in Geelong, which is about an hour, an hour and a half drive away from me, and I drove all the way down to the merry-go-round in Geelong, um, which due to COVID-19 restrictions was not operating, but that was okay. I was just there for a research and reconnaissance mission. You, um, you can have a look at the photo, uh, above with this podcast uh, that is that is the Geelong <laughs> America round that I went down and visited and I, and I talked to some of the people there who were um, the historians that were like and they, they, had a lot, they had a lot of fun things to say, they had a lot of they had all the nice nice fun things to say about it we had a good little experience doing that so if you're in, in Geelong go down to the waterfront and there's a cool little carousel there, boom, you've got some free advertising there this podcast, heaps of free advertising to my huge audience. Sorry, my dog just ended in my room when I was trying to sound professional. God So yeah, the more the Merry Go Round Podcast's aim and goal and um is to get people's opinions and knowledge on what how how that what what do people think and feel about Merry Go Rounds, basically? What are your stories? What are your do you have any like radical opinions on it I want to know Uh, so if you if I I haven't been able to get too many people on the show but uh, if you want to message me uh, and send me what you think of merry-go-rounds please do that I would love to hear your information and maybe I can get you on a later episode of the More the the Merry Go Round podcast just send me a message on Facebook or wherever uh, Instagram, JetBond Bond you can find me it's the guy that looks at like the one in the picture above anyway without further ado my first my first guest that I really want to know about um I really want to know what his thoughts and opinions are on merry-go-round so without further ado let me please welcome to the podcast for the very first time please welcome Kyle uh so you want to see my thoughts and opinions on um on merry-go-rounds you say Mm, um, (laughs) no um actually i don't really have that many uh thoughts and opinions on merry-go-rounds actually um i think they're kind of cool i don't i haven't been on many of them although i did see an um an episode of uh batman where the batman was actually trapped on the merry-go-round um by the Joker, and then he killed Dick Grayson. So I was like, "Um, why did you just get off the merry-go-round?" <laughs> uh yeah. So my thoughts on the merry-go-rounds is that they look like they're pretty hard to get out of. If Batman can't get off of it, I don't, I don't quite know what to do with that information. But that's kind of when you see, I I like comic books. So when I when I when someone comes to me and says, Hey Kyle, what's your what's your opinion of something? I usually just try to go through my like brain catalogue of like all the comic books that I've I've read like so many comic books. I'm. Uh, they know me down at the comic book store. Um, they know me down... Because they always... Oh, hi, Kyle. Hi. Hi, welcome back to the comic book store. Uh, do you want your comics? And I'm always like, no, nah, I'm going to have a look around first. And then I look around and we have a laugh. And then, and then I go get comic books. And I really enjoy that kind of interaction that I have with the comic book people over there. They're all really nice to me. I'm like... Mm. I'm like, Dylan, oh, I hate Dylan, he was always at my school, and he always takes all my comic books and puts them in all the puddles of water, and he says, oh, look, if Aquaman can swim, why is the pages melting away? I'm like, shut up, Dylan, it's not how comics work, they're all even waterproof, and then I like what the thing about comic books is is that i like to read them in in the hardcover form. not well in in the paperback form because there's so many just is better than reading it on than read the comics online it just makes more sense i just don't understand why everyone's trying to push me into the future i don't even want to do it because if I just read comics on read comics online then I don't get to go to like the comic book store and talk to the cool comic book guy oh. anyway so whenever people ask me I always go what What comic I've, I've read so many comic books I, I, I even started I try to read all comic books I've tried to read every single comic book I can get my hand on um it's I okay so my dad my dad's like really witch he's I'm not supposed to be, I'm not supposed to be telling you this, but, um, he, 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 he mines cryptocurrency, and then I get, because he, he's not really allowed to do that, he puts it all in my name, and to keep me quiet, and so that I don't tell anyone, he make he gives me, he gets me all the comics that I could ever want, so I've got like, so much, I've got so many comic books, and even like the rare ones too. Um, I I don't, I don't get them graded or anything, because I think that's, like, a waste of time, and to get them graded, you kind of have to, um, you have to send them off to, like, this company in America, and then they have to, they seal it in this, like, plastic, hard plastic cover, and you're like, what's the point of that? You can't even read the comic books. I don't even understand. Damn, that doesn't make sense. Uh, why would you... You can't even read the comic book? Then why is it so rare if you can't even read it? <laughs> so, yeah. It, that's why I fucking hate Dylan. Because I spend so much money on comic books. He just throws it away. Like, oh. I had the first appearance... Oh, I had the first appearance of Salmon In the Amazing Spider-Man comic book And then Dylan just like stole it out of my hand And he threw it in the closest puddle Which wasn't even that close He Just cause he's faster than me Doesn't mean that I, he gets to wreck my stuff It's just not fair And I don't understand why he does it Just cause his family is poor I oh. Sorry I'm, I got a little bit sidetracked Um man we go around? um oh, i don't really know that many oh uh, you said that there's the one at the supermarket that's got batman themed and you can you can either ride in the in the batbike the batmobile or the batcopter and <laughs> it goes around in circles and i'm always like oh, mm, batman doesn't go in circles batman goes in straight lines to fight crimes <laughs> so silly i don't get it um yeah, anyway, what was I talking about, oh, fucking Dylan, I bet Dylan goes on merry-go-rounds all the time, because he's a big fucking baby, he's a big baby, and his family doesn't even like him, that's why he's mean to me all the time, I reckon that's it, and he just wishes that he had, like, cool friends like I do, Like, I have, like, the comic... The the guy in the comic book store. His name's Joe. And we get... We get along really well. Because he always goes, like... Oh, do you... You read... What do you think of last week's comics? And I'm always like, oh, it's not, it's not as good as the golden age. And he's always like, oh, <laughs> they're not actually that bad. And I'm just like, nah, they're oh, they can't, kind of, they're all right, I guess. <laughs> and then we and then we go like, oh, and the can you you can't believe they're still making archies? <laughs> it's only because Wiverdales gone like, oh, so popular. I i wonder to have to do ends and Wiverdale I don't I don't actually know. Oh, maybe soak into that like famous merry-go-rounds <laughs> um yeah, So anyway uh when i was like young i guess i was on like a merry-go-round um maybe i could buy a merry-go-round maybe if i saw some more equipped i'll come and see i could buy my merry-go-round and then i can go like hey dylan i go merry-go-round you can't throw that in a puddle you can't even throw that in a puddle dylan <laughs> um Yeah, anyway, so that's my thoughts and opinions on merry-go-rounds. I will only get merry-go-round to make fun of Dylan. Um, okay, that was, uh, Kyle, I guess. Um, he didn't let me say a single word there. Anyway, um, so this can uh, I guess he, uh, has not many thoughts and opinions on merry-go-rounds. Uh alright sorry I'm a little bit flabbergasted um so yeah one of my favourite things about merry-go-rounds is that a lot of people know them but not a lot of people have been on one recently but we we've all been like we've all been like hey that's that's merry go so to like when you actually sit down and think about like what is a merry-go-round you usually kind of <laughs>
1: What? What? Oh, my. What are you doing with my. Hello, Jet. I am a stone golem. Yes, I am 40 meters tall. I am sorry that I have ripped a hole in your roof. But I am too big for doors. This is my only way to communicate to you, puny human. I have been told by the elders that you are talking about merry-go-rounds, and I would like to do Give you my two cents. Let me take your tiny microphone in my large, large hands. Hello, podcast. I am a stone golem. I am too big for merry-go-rounds. They... Do not make them for people of my size and weight. But I enjoy the thought of them. They look like they are but the most fun. And the music that they produce is music to my ears. Ah, 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 ah. Sometimes when I get bored as a stone golem I like to pick them off of the ground making sure that no one is in it for a stone golem's number one rule in life is to not harm the tiny, tiny people that surround us. Sometimes I pick up these merry-go-rounds and I throw them like a frisbee, again aiming mostly for non-populated areas. It is the most fun, seeing all the little horses, smaller than your regular small human horses, I might add, go flying in every which direction. I enjoy seeing that Now that the microphone is further away from Jet, to even hear his little whimpers, I might take this microphone on my journeys. Jet does not need this microphone any more, ah, ah, ah. I can see him from where I am standing right now, forty meters up in the air. I can see he's like a little ant. He's waving his tiny human hands and going, from what I can only imagine, for he is so far away, I can imagine him saying, No, Stone Gollum, give me my microphone back. I will not. Ah, ah, ah. This is my podcast now. Ha, ha, ha. Stone Gollum Time is the new podcast name, and you will listen to my very fun adventures and times where I did drugs in high school. I will bring my friends onto this podcast and talk about other friends like, without understanding that my audience will have no idea who I am talking about. It will be a great podcast with a great stone golem host. I am currently walking towards my resting place, and no, that is not where I have passed away. Oh no, no! A stone golems call our homes our resting place because we often get misunderstood for statues. Ha ha ha! My resting place is in the middle of the forest. I like to dress up in moss so people think that I am an old ancient statue. But really, let's keep this a secret between you and me. I'm only twenty-seven hundred years old. That's very young in the stone golem's world. Ah, ah, ah. See, us stone golems have been around for many millennium. Unlike you humans who have only been around for this singular millennium, or whatever how long you've been here for. Look, you guys haven't really come on our radar until recently. You have kind of fucked up this world by putting weird little entertainment attractions all across this world. Your smoke shows... Your nuclear, radioactive PowerPoint presentations are but futile gestures to this beautiful earth that we call home. I enjoy trying to play with the items that you have given us, but alas, you guys are bloody everywhere and it is hard to not step on you. Anyway... My name is Stone Gollum. I have made it back to my resting place, and I hope that I can talk to you guys again in another realm. Anyway, if you guys want, you can follow Jet Bond, but don't but don't tell him that I still have his microphone. That's just a secret between you and I. Ha uh uh Anyway, this is Stone Gollum signing off. Goodbye for now.
0: Oi, mates. Get over here. I found something. Yeah, come. Get, guys, over here. Yeah, over here, mate. Yeah, look. well, there's this giant stone golem statue here. Yeah, that, but I found something more interesting. It's, I, look, I think it's like 40, 40 meters tall, But there's something more interesting... Yeah, I I don't know, it's got moss all I. What is this? What is... Hello? Crikey! Boys, looks like we've found a microphone! In the middle of the woods? Next to this big old... Mossy... Stone Golem! Crikey, that's insane! Wow, what are we going to do with this microphone here, boys? There's... what well, It looks like it's been here for... About four... 400 years or so. It's like it's a little... Old tidbit... Of... Of the past society. Yeah, something like that. This is crazy. I wonder what the folks back home will say about this when we find this, when we give them this piece of historic technology. Wow, this is, this is, this is the find of a century. It's so interesting and it it can tell us so much about what life was like, I'm going to say at least 400 years ago. Wow. To think. You boys think that this is worth a pretty penny, huh? Oh, we get it. We give it to this, the archaeologists down at the old museum. I bet you they're going to give us a pretty penny. They can tell us. Oh, what will they tell us? This is a microphone. Four hundred years in the future. The year is like what? Twenty four. Twenty four hundred and and twenty two that's so this is so long ago i reckon this was about deserted i'm gonna say at least in 2022 fuck me mate that's a long time ago what do you think this was used for you know what what if it oh mate what if it was a podcaster's microphone oh <gasps> what do we what A podcaster's microphone? Nah, fair dinkum, mate. That's not... That can't be. In the year 2422, there's... Podcasters went extinct. Back in the whole media... The whole media... Explosion of... 2300. All media just evaporated from the earth. And we were left with only Crocodile Dundee. And that's where we built our society from there. You know, as they say, that's why we sounds like this is, yeah? It's because the only thing that were to survive that meteor explosion were the hyper-stylized Australiana films of the 1980s. Yeah, it's what they say down at the old museum. Yeah, yeah, that's a knife. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say to that one. Oh I wonder if it has any saved up podcasts i oh, what if this was from like one of the big podcasters in in uh in the world this could have been this could have been ha- the hamish nandi pod podcaster's microphone oh, we've only heard myths of the hamish nandi it could be the Hamish nandi oh that would be oh boy that would be a ripper if we have found the Hamish Nandi microphone. Just lying in the wood. What's it doing in the middle of the woods like this? Again, we are standing... Oh, we are standing, actually, mate. We're standing in front of this giant stone golem. And he looks like he hasn't moved for about... I'm going to say about 400 years as well. Look at the moss on him, mate. Look at the moss. Moss doesn't just come here overnight. This this old fella hasn't just been walking around. Unless podcasts were fucking what 40 meters tall nah there's no way there's no stinking way podcasters were this tall wow well, we are breaking the ground with this one today gentlemen you know what let's take this back to the college professor maybe they'll make a plaque for us it'll say podcasters microphone founded by dylan sanchez oh They'll be talking about us for years mate, for years, for YEARS!
1: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the museum. I am your museum guide here to tour you through our collection of artifacts. We have plenty of artifacts here on display at the Museum of the Past. And I will tell you factoids on each of the artifacts that we have acquired over our many, many years of being in service. So without further ado, would you like to please follow me as we walk through the Museum of the Past? So hurry along, hurry along, come on, don't dilly-dally. Follow me. All right, so we are now standing in front of one of our most mysterious items along this trail
0: of history. Sitting in front of us is a microphone. Now, not much is known about this microphone or what its purpose was in the past, but what we do know and what we can infer and what our research team has deciphered is that this microphone was probably used for the ancient art of podcasting. Yes, podcasting. You may not know what this word means as... We all know in the year 2300 there was the big media explosion that deleted every single media from the big
1: universal hard drive.
0: Yes, it was a terribly sad day, but alas, it allowed us to evolve into our print media revolution. As you all know from the latest edition of the newspaper, that we have every day and we survive on no more screens no more audio media is within our grasp here in the, f- the now times in the now times but we still have relics from the past relics from a forgotten historic past and this microphone is one of them now we do not know who owned this microphone we can only imagine it was some of the royalties of the podcasting world for all we know this could have been a microphone used in the hamishnandi podcast now not much is known about these mysterious podcasters but we do know that the number one podcaster was the hamishnandi podcaster and for all we know that this this might have been their microphone By the end of the 22nd century, though, podcasting had become a poor man's game. Yes, a very poor man's game. Any Joe Schmo slow-mo could have gotten a microphone and could record their own podcast and all that they needed to get is an RSS feed. Not much is known about these RSS feeds and still to this day not many people know how they work, but alas, lots of, lots of men, particularly, learnt this art form, and they released their thoughts and opinions into what we now know as today as the World Wide Web. Again, not much is known about this World Wide Web, but we do know, we do know, but one thing that it damaged society beyond repair and luckily now we only have newspapers and that makes us very very better as a society so as we look at this microphone we can learn one thing is that podcasters did not matter to society in any way shape or form we lived without them in the before times and we most definitely can live without them in the now times. It would be good to hear a podcast in the modern world, but, alas, all we have now are the Sunday funnies. So if you'd like to follow me, and we'll go on to the next artefact of our exhibition of objects from the past, is, come hurry along, please, take your pictures... On your non technology devices Take your etchings and move along. Please do not touch the microphone. It is very delicate. Very, very delicate. Please move along as we go to our next object. As you see here, we have on a pedestal we have a Nintendo D S. I. We can infer that this is a DSI, as the commoners would call it. Now, we do not know if it was called DSI, as in letter I, or DSI, as in face I. We will never know, but what we do know is that this nintendo dsi was something of a video gaming device we can know by previous texts of video game monthly the ancient scrolls stated that the dsi was an underutilized feature in the nintendo hemisphere now i do not know what half of those words mean but i do know what anger feels like and people seem to be angry over this black rectangle for who knows why maybe the black rectangle also known as the dsi did not live up to expectations It apparently was a huge disappointment, as we can see in the video game monthly scrolls of the olden times. Now, as we move along to the next exhibit on the objects from the past, we see a, what the commoners would call, Merry Goes Around we see this is one of the largest items in our collection yes look gaze upon it it's all its beauty now yes it is very damaged and we do not know why they would have called this the merry-go-round as there's no perfect circle so we do not know in which direction they went around in and we don't know how these people would have obtained one of these were these in everyone's home or were these just for the uber rich were these for the the common people or were they for a higher class we will never know we do not know why they wanted to imitate horses in small wooden form and we did not know why they wanted to stab them right through the stomach and out the other side and force them to walk in big circles day in day out we have not been able to get this merry-go-round in in, in a functioning order we do know that there are, is a audio track that is resided inside of this device but we do not know what that audio track can comprise of Some of our biggest researchers, our largest by circumference researchers, have been doing their best to imitate what they think that the sounds might be, and I was talking to them, but the other day, and they gave me a little tidbit of what they think that that, that it might sound like, and let me give you my rendition of what they think Merry Goes Around music would have sounded like or something like that. We cannot know for sh- Hang on. So sorry. But there seems to be a commotion inside of the Museum of the Past. Oh no, it looks like there are thieves. Put your hands in the air. This is a robbery. I'm robbing you. And if you make a single word, I swear to God, I'm going to hit you in the head with my gun. Oh, so be quiet and don't say another word. I'm looking at you, museum tour guide. All right. So put all your precious jewels in the bag right now. Put all your cryptocurrency in here too. Yeah, that's the main source of in of currency in the in the now times. Put it in my bag. That's right, all of it in my bag. Right? You better not say a word, museum nerds. You just came here to learn something, and the the lesson that you're learning is that you shouldn't carry that much money around in your wallet, because what if you get robbed in the museum? Ha ha ha! All right. Oh, this this is actually not a bad place, you know. This is you guys have set up a very good atmosphere. It's a very nice little joint. Too bad I'm robbing it. Yeah. Why, yeah, why, why do you think you're so safe all the time? Crime's still running rampant in the now times. These do look like some pretty cool little artifacts you have here. Wouldn't it be a shame if they got stolen? I bet they're worth a pretty penny too. I bet if I held some of the, what, what's that, what are some of these, Ooh, we got a little black rectangle on display that's perfectly fitting for a pocket. It's very portable, whatever this is. I can't read the plaque because I don't have time because you've probably hit the panic button. But I'm still going to monologue in this very, very hard-to-do voice. You see, I probably should have gone the way of making my voice lower instead of higher to protect my identity because I am wearing a balaclava. But if I use my real voice, you could tie it back to me. So that's why all the thieves in the world at gas stations and all that sound like Mickey Mouse or something like that. Now, please stay calm. I can see some of you have already wet your pants because I, yes, am holding a gun. And your life, look, if you make the wrong choice, I am not liable. Well, I probably would be liable in the court of law, let's be real. Uh, This is a heist and I don't think uh, like lawsuits are uh, like, I, I think that that's the least of my worries in this situation. And it should be the least of your worries because i have the gun in the room there yeah, i i have the power you see as a, as as an adolescent so i didn't have much power so i i i you know what you guys don't want to hear my life story that's fine i i don't think that that is an important part of this this story of you getting robbed you're not going to tell your friends oh but the robber had a rough childhood because they probably will respond with something like oh yeah that kind of makes sense I can't see why they would have had a good childhood and then resort to robbing a museum. Although, I'm smart enough to know that rich people go to museums. So, it can't have been that rough for me. It was pretty rough though, let's be real. Um, Yeah, I didn't have. Again, I'm going on a tangent. Please stop me from doing that. oh, What's this over here then? Don't. I get to a guide, don't say a word. I'm not here to hear your monologue. About these weird objects of the past. That was more of a rhetorical. What do we have here? I didn't want to, I don't want any factoids about these things, alright? Alright. Looks like a little, oh, it looks a little bit inappropriate. But I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, it, I'm reading here, microphone. Now, I don't know about you guys, but this is bigger than an, than a regular phone, so I don't know why you would call it a microphone anyway, uh, uh, my friends think I'm funny. Uh, you guys don't seem to be laughing, but hey, having a gun pointed near your temple is not kind of a laughing matter, even if I don't know famous comedian of the now times were to tell a joke right now, you might find it hard to laugh. <laughs> But I have the power in the room, and I'm kind of a little bit nuts. So, <laughs> <Woo-hoo. laughs> ooh, I'm just gonna put the microphone in my pocket. And if you're trying to record me, that's not gonna work. Ooh, what do we have here? Yeah, I'm pointing at the uh This huge little building inside this building. I, I, again, what I can read, it's called a merry-go-round. What the? What does? What does that mean? Who, again, rhetorical. Don't answer. You need to be quiet right now. I wish I could take this. It looks very fun to play on. Because you know, as a kid, actually, I wasn't played with that. Again, I I digress. Stop letting me, but don't say a word, but don't let me digress. But what is that, again, rhetorical question? Looks fun to play on. I wonder, uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to leave that big horse cat thing behind because I don't think as a human being I can get that. Now, I'm really hoping that you have not pressed that panic button Cause it th- seems like you guys are the only ones in the building, and there's no buttons around except for, yeah, except for that big, that big red one underneath. Oh, can you lift your foot up, please, mate? Yeah, the nice big red button. You know what? I'm gonna go. You guys have been a great victim, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the way I came in. You guys have been great. I'll catch you on the flip side, Hope for your for your sake. Hopefully not. But I'm gonna I'm gonna run down the street. I'm just gonna book it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you didn't see me. I didn't see you. <laughs> All right, cool, nifty. Now let. Uh, uh, bye. <laughs> oh god, this is. Yeah. Oh no, my voice kind of stayed like this. I wonder if the wind changed. Oh no, oh god. Okay, oh, I've run around the corner. It wasn't that far away. Oh, I'm a little bit out of breath. I really should go to the gym. You, people don't. People don't go like. Oh, people don't. When you usually when you're training for a heist, cardio isn't on the list. God, if my friends were here, that would be laughing their heads off they would be i can't believe i just robbed the museum it's like that's like this that's like stuff that you'd see on the sunday funnies in the newspaper oh well. And i might have gotten away with it too i think i might have gotten away with it oh what's the, i can okay yeah i'm i'm oh shh quiet i can i can hear sirens oh no oh no they found me oh maybe they didn't find maybe they forgot oh Oh, hi hey um i yeah he went no okay yeah why am i wearing a balaclava oh it's fashion in the now times right no i'm so oh you got me So if you would allow me to make my closing statements, I'd like to bring up a few more details and leave the jury with this one, these few important contextual clues to understand what this case really is about. Now, to an average viewer of this court proceedings, you may be thinking to yourself, hey, this is a trial about one theft my client here michael abernathy has been charged with the crime of thievery specifically to do with this microphone that we can see on the evidence table in front of me this microphone has been claimed to be of stolen from the museum of the past now we need to assess where the microphone came first and there's a shocking Little evidence to prove any part of where the museum said that they got it from, which allows me to think. And I think it you should, as a, as jury members and the honorable judge, uh, you should really be analyzing where it came from. Because when I when I got my team to start digging into the the history of this 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 microphone, um, there were a lot. Of missing information it's almost it's almost like the museum was trying to cover something up and I think that Michael Abernathy was honestly just steal just taking something that had been stolen back and if that is a crime you can lock you can lock him away forever I don't care this is more. Then, Michael, sorry about that. But it needs to be said that most things in museums are stolen. So why the kerfuffle? Why the hoopla? That when something from a museum goes missing, does everyone get their underwear in a knot? I just don't understand. So what my team had found out about this microphone is that not only does it not belong to the aforementioned Hamish Nandi uh we do know that it was in fact used for podcasting um that is an interesting part um that they they did get right and it's only, it's one of the few things that they did get right in the in what this microphone actually is but what they didn't get right is acknowledging that Dylan Sanchez One of the world's most famous archaeologists found this microphone, and when he approached museums to sell it to him, none of them were interested. I spoke to Dylan Sanchez. You heard from Dylan Sanchez himself. Dylan Sanchez tried to sell the microphone that he found to the museum of the past. The key word there is try, because the Museum of the Past denied his application. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, and I think it's a very rational thought, why would they reject it? Because there was a price tag on it. Now, because they rejected the form, and then the waters get muddy. The waters get real muddy, and now it's in their possession. Very strange. Very strange. And don't even get me started on all the other artifacts that they have. Where did that merry-go-round come from? Where did you find that carousel, huh? We know that there were a string of carousel robberies back in the olden times. Where did they end up? Where did they go? Did you steal them? Do you come from an ancestry... Of thieves that have stolen in the past. So when simple old Dylan Sanchez came knocking at your door. That you were just like. Ah you want to sell something to me. Well I can let you sell that to me. Or I can let you leave the premises. Get in your car. And then you want to get some frozen yogurt. So you exit out of your vehicle and this person here is dylan sanchez just in case you got lost in the not even metaphor this is almost verbatim what dylan sanchez had said and go get some fro yo and then when you return huh the windows are broken in your car what the microphone is missing out of the back seat double what And little to Dylan Sanchez's mind, thought that the museum would steal the artifact. He thought it was some common street criminal. Some alligator broke into his car and ate what he found inside because he was hungry and needed a snack. Dylan Sanchez had hope for people. And I know I'm defending Michael Abernathy here. But Michael Abernathy is just as much as a victim as anyone in this situation because he is sitting there in handcuffs for a crime that the elite, that so-called museums commit every single day. But you may be asking yourself, where did Dylan Sanchez get the microphone from? Because I've been trying to sell you on the fact that Dylan Sanchez is a hero in this situation. Like society has tried to sell you that museum owners are heroes in their own right. But what if I told you... Dylan Sanchez... Is also a thief. Wait for gasp. Now that's correct. Uh, Dylan Sanchez, I believe... In my heart of hearts is a thief. Now, call me in contempt of the court. I don't care anymore. Disbar me. I don't care. This is a topic that I am so adamant about. I will throw my career away. Now, through my research, I found out where Dylan Sanchez had found that microphone, and I went back to the site where he found it. And guess who I... Saw Dylan. Guess who I saw. That's right. The giant stone golem. Mm Mm-hmm. A giant stone golem in the middle of the woods. You didn't think to mention that when you found the freaking microphone, Dylan? What? So, you see, I had a little conversation. I had a little conversation. That's right. I had a conversation with this. Yeah, wipe that wipe that look of shock off your face right now Dylan you are in court and court is in session right now bud you know, I had a conversation with this little stone golem and I say little but I really mean he was about 40 meters tall and he remembers that day he remembers that day vividly because he had his microphone stolen and inside the stone golem community podcasts are thriving or they used to That is only when Dylan Sanchez stole the microphone out from under the stone golem. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if that reminds you of a little Michael Abernathy, a.k.a. my client here, but if you're going to charge my client with thievery, with burglary with taking hostages, assaulting people, then you best pick yourself up by the bootstraps, analyze your rational thinking brain, and understand that everyone is a thief. Dylan Sanchez, museums. Every single person that has the hand Or foot in society has stolen something as you can see the museum owner for I can't say his name legally but I believe that their family has a history of stealing things because where else do you get a carousel that's in almost mint condition from you have to ask these questions Because without asking these questions, you leave yourself up for failure. Now, before I rest my case, I have one last request. Since the museum owner cannot and will not say where he got his microphone from, this microphone, I say we take the technology that we have today of time-traveling objects, and send this microphone back to the time where it belongs, along with every... What? What? Is that my... Why is my microphone on my... What? Why is my microphone back on my... What? Is it... It has been MONTHS since that weird statue thing took off my roof. We fixed the ro- Where the fuck did my microphone- What is going on? Why did my- hang- hang on. What- I- I'm so confused. Why is it covered in moss? Why is it Is that an, Is that an evidence bag Where Where has it been What is going on It definitely looks Worse for wear I'm so confused Right now What is going